Hey, it's your girl, Coach Kinsley. Today, we're going to be hearing client stories. Today's story is from producer Mike, but today he's just Mike, my former client and now podcast sidekick. Let's go. Welcome to 15-Minute Fitness Fix with Coach Kinsley. I'm producer Mike, senior editor for the podcast, and a former client of Coach Kinsley's who benefited from every rep until I heard... Three, two, one, let's go! Remember to always consult your physician before starting any nutrition or fitness regimen. Hey, Mike, how you doing? Good, Coach. How are you? No, we're not starting like that. Ever, don't ever ask how you're doing. It's, it's the most overused start okay, ever. That's so, a red flag. That's a red flag. That's that's Yonsville. Okay. How how long have we known each other? Four years now? Boy. Fall of 21 is when I started training with you. Fall of 2021, when your life changed forever. Well, what was your life like before that? What did January of the 2021 look like? So January of 2021, I was significantly overweight, was not in good health, was not in good physical shape. Just compared to where I am now, I can look back and say that. Although back then I thought, oh, I'm fine. It's it's fine. You know, I'm married, father of two, uh, had been in a job for a few years after working uh, at another job for like 20 years, all office work. Occasionally, we'd get out and walk around, walk a lot at a football game that I would go to where I'd have plenty of uh, tailgating snacks and drinks, adult beverages. I was over 50, overweight, no solid nutrition habits as I know them now. It was that summer that I had lost a friend of mine's family we used to travel with, and his wife passed away. Uh, and then my son had a friend of his father passed away, and he was also in sort of the same state I was. And those two things were really sort of a wake-up call for me. So the summer before, I decided to really take this on and change habits. I started slowly. I got up at 5 a.m. and I walked. And that's how I started down this path of trying to change what I had been building for 50 years. Over years, I just you just gain weight and gain weight and don't think about it and think, man, my clothes are shrinking. I got to buy more expensive clothes because, you know, these cheap ones must shrink. My clothes were not shrinking. I was getting a larger. Uh, now's the time I need to head off any further health problems that might develop. I'd like to get off these medications that I'm on. And I'm not going to go out and I'm not going to run and lift and change my life 180 degrees overnight. I knew by watching and hoping when I'd see diet pills or the shake weight or the thigh master or any of these other gimmicks out there that promise to be the one that's going to, you know, four week program and six week program that wasn't going to work for me. That's a picture of me just walking in the mornings. 5 a.m., I had a little route picked out, and that's where I saw this uh, small regional gym that was in a shopping center. And after getting pretty good at walking at 5 o'clock in the morning, consistently over time, that was I knew I had to start building habits, and I had my headphones and my podcasts that I would listen to, audiobooks. But I thought, you know what, I'm, I'm getting pretty good at this. 
I want to do weight training. I want to do resistance training. And there was a gym and guess who I ran into? It was me. <laughs> I remember when you came in and we, we checked out your body scan, right? We saw your muscle mass and how it was distributed, um, your body fat percent. I remember you being really proud of those walks, which it is important to be proud of starting because starting is always the hardest part. And I'm so glad that you had already made that mindset shift to where you knew this had to be a habit to be sustainable. You had to be committed to your health and committed to changing for it to happen. Yeah, I knew that on my own, I would not be successful resistance training because I didn't know how the stuff worked. I mean, you go and you see those machines, they're all kind of contorted and plates and you're wiping stuff down and, you know, and I didn't know where to start. There's a thousand programs out there on the web. And it's always big, beefy guys that are cut and ripped that are doing. I'm like, now I know he didn't get like that doing this thing. So, you know, I just didn't, I guess I didn't really trust it. But I knew if I found a personal trainer that I could trust, they would get me to where I want, want to go because I had the wherewithal to want to do it. I just didn't have the knowledge to do it. And I knew that from previous stints in this fitness journey of mine, back when the turn of the century, when I was in my early, early 30s, I did <laughs> I did what was called Tybo back then, which was a videotape of Billy Blanks doing that. And that led me to go to the university gym where I worked, did cardio kickboxing. And I did really well with that. And I really enjoyed it. And then I ran a half marathon. Oh yeah. Fast forward 20 years, I was not doing those things. But I knew that once I got into the groove with a trainer who knew what they were doing, that I could be successful. And I think I had set up the habit by just getting up and walking every morning, even in the rain. I was so proud that I had walked in the rain. Thought I was bad. I was just wet. <laughs> when you were doing the kickboxing, was that more like a group session or was that personal training? That was group session. And I had signed up for, you were teaching different group sessions through the different franchises uh, in our area. So I was going to really sign up for that. But then there wasn't one uh, in the one that I was at. But I knew that if I'd signed up for personal training that I could, I could get it done right there. Yes, I, I was doing, I called it small group personal training because I would still have the workout specific to each client's goals. And at those gyms, they were pretty small physically. So I only had four people max at a time. It was very manageable, but I'm so glad that we did personal training. It's very different than just having a class because of that extra level of accountability. If you didn't show up to the kickboxing class, would anyone call you? anyone text you? No, 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 no. They just count me absent and go on with their day. Mm, not with me. Accountability. hundred percent. hundred percent. No, you, you'd be standing me up. It was personal. <laughs> you'd be doing push up next session. <laughs> Fortunately, I think working with a, such a good trainer like yourself, communication was easy. A time or two things, things happen, but being clear and intentional in this process helped build that trust over time, right? always appreciated the education part of the training because I wanted to make sure that I was doing things right because I didn't have a lot of time to spend on this. So I wanted to get the most benefit. And to me, the most benefit is done when things are done correctly. 
doing the form and working the muscle you're supposed to muscle and not cheating it. Right. I know back in the day I would cheat it. We spent a lot of time talking about not just moving the weight from point A to point B, but what was moving your weight where. And that mind-muscle connection is so valuable to getting quality contractions out of every single lift. And I know that we started with machinery in the beginning, and that's important to get the motion down. But when we moved to free weights, how was that switch for you? How did you feel about the strength or the weight that you're moving? Honestly, knowing the form makes you pay so much more attention to form. You don't have to worry about that with machines, right? You're the form. You're the machine when using free weights. And having coach demonstrate the form again and again over time, just it ingrains in your brain how that's going to work. And then coach goes to a different gym. And so I am still at the same gym. I'm committed. They don't let you out of contracts. So I'm training with somebody uh, younger who didn't really know what it was like to train a crusty old dude like me. So I didn't really trust him. So any, I just ended up paying out the, the rest of my sessions and, and that was it. But I'd still go to the gym and still work on what I had learned from coach who was successfully running a, a different fitness center. And I thought after, after I paid that out, I was like, you know what? I'd still like a personal trainer. And I know coach was really busy. So I texted and said, hey, do you know anybody who might be available to uh, take on another client? Because I really liked what you did. And do you know anybody that was like you that, you know, could take me on as a client? I said, I'm the best trainer I know, which still stands true today. <laughs> but <Boom>. I, <laughs> I was so glad that you reached out because continuing, you know, and progressively challenging yourself is really important. And I was so happy to be that person for you. We were able to figure out a schedule, and I think we ended up scheduling more days, like one more day than we had before. We were meeting two times a week at the other gym, and we started meeting three at my new one. How big of a difference was it for you going from two days resistance training to three? Night and day, my friend. The gym you were at had a lot more floor space and a lot different machinery that wasn't weight machines, but it was that big, dumb sled. <laughs> that had different resistances on it, it was really the combination of the cardio workout, the resistance training, the ability to stretch and have that entire space to work was so beneficial. So where I made the big leap from just resistance training and walking to really getting a workout in. And I was exhausted after those workouts. I mean, Coach Kinsley was just running me through the ringer and I was eating every minute of it up because I was seeing benefits that I hadn't seen. And by then we had talked nutrition for six months. I had taken a lot of the principles she had talked about and put them into practice was seeing benefit. The three days a week from two days a week, it really put it on the forefront. I took it seriously because of the benefit I was seeing, thanks to the mix of routines that coach came up with. And <laughs> And some of those exercises, man, bear crawls and oh, the bear worst. She had me pushing a weight in a bear crawl. I'm like, I can't even go four feet with this. What are you, crazy? But then <laughs> after a while, I was able to do it. It's consistency over time, time under tension, just timeless principles. You know, there's nothing fancy about it. There was no shake weight. There was no thigh master. You know, it wasn't a four-week <laughs> program. 
Yeah, there was no machinery at all in the second gym. It was dumbbells, barbells, kettlebells, medicine balls, battle ropes, and that awesome sled. <laughs> some boxes, right? We were doing some box jumps, some incline push-ups. And it is really beneficial to have a trainer because once you get good at an exercise, and this is what people run into doing it on their own a lot, is they'll just keep doing the same thing. But once you get good at it, you need to make it harder. So yeah, once you got good at the bear crawls, I added weight to it. Hooray! <laughs> so adding that third day made a huge difference to your energy output at the end of the week. Is that what made you start focusing on nutrition? Yeah. And part of that was motivation from seeing body changes, not necessarily looking at the scale. I sort of stopped weighing myself because the fluctuation of weight from water, from what time it was and all of that, it didn't help me. Uh, what helped me was going to the store and buying a shirt that wasn't 2X. It was an, it was an XL. It was a large that motivation, being able to to go and bust just by regular size. I mean, come on. Yeah, non-scale victories. To me, that was huge. And part of that I knew was nutrition. Mm -hmm. Yes, those non-scale victories I'm always preaching. Like the number on the scale is not super helpful. You're, the size that you're wearing, what weights are you lifting? So keeping track of your resistance training that's a, a non-skill victory because you can see how much your strength has changed and also your endurance. I remember going from the first 30 minutes being awesome, but the last 20 minutes really being a struggle, you know, for you to a change where eventually we were at the end and you were like, good, you know, like I'm glad it's over, but you had really lasted the whole entire time without having to take a significant break, you know, appropriate breaks, of course, please drink your sip your water. <laughs> yeah, I had learned sort of if I slow walked it <laughs> to the water fountain and I slow walked it back, I could sneak in an extra minute of rest because I knew that the next thing coming up was <laughs> battle ropes or pushing the sled. You know, I was always glad <laughs> when we got to do heavy resistance training because that means I could stop moving and focus on the lift, burning calories and 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 not feeling logy because <laughs> my nutrition was good. Tired from the workout, not from lack of food. You know, I was satisfied as far as hunger goes, but I knew that I was tired because of the workout I just went through. Thanks, coach. I got you. And I'm so glad that you mentioned the difference of how you felt when you changed your nutrition because Food is fuel. I know it's so basic and everyone's heard it, but once you experience it, that's what really makes it stick. And uh, where do you see yourself going with your newfound love of fitness and nutrition? Honestly, you know, it's now a lifestyle for me. So I just see me keeping at it, just just keeping going and, and, and feeling good and getting stronger and being able to haul stuff around the house. Going up and down stairs, the way I do it now versus the way I used to do it, you know, it's just all a benefit. It's just kind of life, lifestyle benefits. And I know uh, since it's now built into to my routine, to who I am, that I'm, I'm not going to stop it. You know what, Coach? I threw away or actually donated appropriately uh, all of my old winter clothes. And summer's rolling up and I've got yeah. shorts and T-shirts that are way too big now. Those are all 
getting donated yes. and I'm, I'm going to go do a little shopping. Get rid of them. You definitely don't want to be stuck holding on to sizes that you will never be again. Never. Hashtag mind body connection. All right, Mike. Thank you so much again for sharing your story. Hit the highlights for us. Consistency over time. Doing something again and again to benefit yourself is a huge step in, in starting your fitness journey. Time under tension. Part of that is trust over tension. I found a trainer that I trusted that guided me through with the motivation I had to get me where I wanted to go. It started with me because I could have had the best coach in the world. And if I didn't have the motivation, this wouldn't be happening. And thank you, Coach Kinsley, for bringing all you have to the table and getting me to where I want to go. And I hope by sharing these stories, Coach, uh, that other people take that same journey with us. We're freaking killing this. Thank you so much for joining us today on 15-Minute Fitness Fix with Coach Kinsley. The fun doesn't need to stop here. Email me at coach at coachkinsley.com. You can check out my webpage, coachkinsley.com. And also find me on Instagram at, you guessed it, Coach Kinsley. Your girl. See you next week.